Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Today I'm really, really very thrilled because I have Tim Sherwood together with me. Hi, Tim. How are you? Hi, Greg. How are you? Very well. I am super thrilled if I have the opportunity to discuss with you about the future of customer experience, digital transformation and leadership. But before we deep dive in this topic, let's really introduce yourself and therefore the usual question. Tim, could you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Tim Sherwood at Avaya. I'm currently responsible for our technology partnerships and alliances, really building an ecosystem of partnerships that complement and create additional value for our customers, particularly when it comes to their customer experience transformation and innovation that they're looking for. Previously, I held leadership roles at Avaya from a product management and business operations standpoint. Thank you very much, Tim. This is your, let's say, official part. Now we want to learn a bit more about you. Could you please share with us which are your personal values? Sure. So for me, really, the foundation starts with transparency, integrity, being clear in terms of, you know, saying what you mean, mean what you say, follow through when you make commitments to your, your peers, to your customers, personally. And then beyond that, not sure if it's quite values, but sort of what what sort of keeps me motivated is always being presented with challenges. Sometimes that could be with friends and colleagues that maybe challenge a certain bias or point of view, try and expand my thinking, and then just being inspired, right? Understanding where the the vision, where opportunities are taking us and and finding those colleagues, business partners and otherwise that are excited and enthusiastic about pursuing and achieving that vision. I really like that. Don't don't tell me that because I have a six-year-old boy and he's asking a lot of questions. And this is always a challenge how to answer to this question in a proper way without endangering anything. Therefore, I can understand that. And yeah. it's our da daily life. Sort of like that old adage of be careful of asking for patience because then you're going to be put in a lot of situations that try your patience. So I understand. Thank you very much, Tim. Now we know a bit more about you and it's time to start the game. Today's top player is Tim Sherwood from Avaya. And now we are going to discuss really about innovation, digital transformation and leadership. Avaya is one of the leader worldwide and therefore I'm really thrilled to, to kick off this discussion. How does Avaya continue to innovate in, the, in this fast-paced digital landscape? Sure. I, I think you know where it starts with is your customers and and understanding what your customers' objectives are, what some of the challenges are, and how you can, you know, for us, quickly help them accelerate the the time to value of realizing their objectives, overcoming their their challenges. A large number of our customers are the top uh, of the enterprises all around the world. And they've come to rely on us for our enterprise scale, our performance, our capabilities. So our, our focus is really around how do we deliver 
innovation that has a little bit more adaptability, a little bit more agility without putting at risk some of the core capabilities that they've come to rely and expect from Avaya? And how do you find that right blending of innovation, adaptability, some dynamic capabilities, while again, adding to a, a core foundation of our performance without you know, disrupting that too much. And, and that really ties into our overall corporate theme of innovation without disruption. Of course, most innovation comes with some level of disruption. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be that innovative. What we really mean on that is how do we add more digital capabilities on top of some of the core, particularly voice, voice infrastructure, voice capabilities for which our customers around the world uh, know, rely and trust on us. I think this is really interesting. You mentioned voice inter interactions and voice interface, because uh, let's say 10, 15 years ago, it was quite clear which services and which products were companies offering. And nowadays it's extremely complicated to understand that. Then perhaps with your words, could you please share with the audience what is Avaya offering to their customers? Sure. So we... When we set out about transforming Avaya really the last year, year plus, we focused around a couple of different areas. One is resetting our product strategy for how our customers wanted to deploy and manage their customer experience and enterprise communication software. We have many customers who prefer to manage their communication software within their own premises, within their own data centers. And we certainly have quite a bit that are looking towards cloud communications to get all the benefits of a cloud-operated software as a service. Where we find our sweet spot is really a bit in the middle between those two extremes, which are more hybrid cloud capabilities. And we have a variety of different offerings there. One of the ones where we're excited about rolling out later this year towards the end of October are some additional capabilities from our cloud CX platform, which we call Avaya Experience Platform, making that work over the top of our traditional voice contact center functionality. It's really giving additional ways in which our enterprise customers can interact with their end users, whether that's over social media chat channels, email, SMS, whatever types of additional non-voice communication channels that our customers and more importantly, the end users are looking for, we're looking to deliver that from the cloud and make it work with and and still support voice that is deployed and, and has that high availability, high amount of scalability for the customers. And more importantly, then create some common touch points, whether that's on the agent desktop reporting and analytics and administration. So those are really some of the ways in which we're trying to bring additional digital capabilities, particularly from a CX standpoint, over the top of our traditional voice contact center deployments. From a podcaster, I think that's the way to go. I think everybody's trying to go in this direction. And you shared a few really interesting things. One is the employee using this solution, but also for to service the customers. Perhaps what key strategies has Avaya implemented for effective organizational transformation? 
Sure. So as I mentioned about a year ago, the company went through transformation overall. There were a variety of steps that we took to lead us to where we are today. First and foremost, we reset our product strategy. Again, focus around this high-level theme of innovation without disruption, but really looking at our product areas based on how our customers want to deploy, manage, and maintain their communications and CX capabilities. That then led to a different way to report on our different business units, how to operationally restructure, drive some cost savings and synergies, not only across the product and technology teams, but also with our services, support organizations, more across the board. The last bit of it was some of the financial restructuring, which we completed a few months back. And and that's really how we're driving change, starting with our our customers first, looking at our product and services strategies, and then changing how we operate and some of the key metrics, KPIs that we measure to ensure that we're delivering the outcomes our customers are looking for. Uh, very interesting. I think you were speaking about the past, the last one, one year, one and a half years. And what are Avaya's upcoming opportunities and challenges in our innovation and customer experience? Sure. Well, I think the the opportunities are certainly around expanding on the digital capabilities and really looking at where do you embed and take advantage of AI across the board. So in, in our near-term roadmap and what we have available today are some of your more common customer experience use cases in terms of better self-service to the end user, whether that's through virtual agents, more intelligent chatbots and workflows, really to answer end customer questions more quickly, and then being able to provide information if it needs to be escalated to an agent to help them support. Moving forward, we'll be looking at how do we augment the agents, make them more, provide them greater assistance, better access to knowledge, as well as some of the post-call follow-up. But that's really just, I think, some of the tip of the iceberg. I think on the AI front, there's a lot more opportunities to ultimately deliver customer delight, right? What What is the heart of customer experience? It's really feeling like you're known and understood by the brands with which you interact and, and you follow and, and purchase from. So how does AI augment the company's strategy, the company's brand and customer experience to ultimately deliver that sense of connection with the end user? The key challenges are how to do that in a way that provides a transformational path for customers that fit their needs. We don't believe a one-size-fits-all migration path to the cloud makes sense for our diverse customer set. Diversity can come from different segments they're in, different geographic locations they're in, different types of capabilities and objectives they have. So being able to create an end state in terms of our cloud platform that has the innovation is a key opportunity. How we work with our customers to help them migrate and consume and, and get access to different types of new capabilities while they're on their own customer experience transformation is really one of the key challenges, as well as, you know, how do you protect against some of the downsides of AI in, in terms of, you know, the hallucinations, just some of the ethical security risks that come through that. Th those are some of the key challenges that we see. 
I think these these are really key topics. And what you said, it's really focusing on the customer. And mm-hmm. therefore, how does Avaya integrate customer feedback into product development and uh, in this in these times? Sure. So we have a, a variety of ways in which we get feedback from from customers. We have our own international Avaya user group, IAUG, that it, it sort of acts as a broader customer community by which we collect feedback. We also use it to review some of our roadmaps and get feedback based on our ideas. With some of our larger customers, we have more periodic reviews and, and feedback sessions. And we also rely quite a bit on our on our our sales and indirect sales channel uh, community to provide us feedback there. I'd say lastly, we do rely on some of the analyst feedback, particularly those industry forums that provide more peer insights, more types of community feedback. All of that ultimately gets synthesized by the product organization to help us prioritize and look at different partnership opportunities sorry, product opportunities, then, you know, we look at what are the capabilities we have to invest and develop ourselves versus which are opportunities that make sense to partner and to go look at uh, technology partnerships that can complement and supplement what we're building on our own. I think you are saying complement and supplement, but at yeah. the end, it's it's really a collaboration. And this right. is collaboration with your customer. And you are also collaborating with your team. You need to enable your team. How, how has your leadership style adapted, evolved during this transformational period for Ravaya? So it's it's been quite a bit of, of time of change while I've been here at, at Avaya. So, you know, for me, I've always been somewhat in, embracing of change, always having new opportunities, which for my personal perspective, you know, is exciting. And every day can be something new or as we go through different challenges for the company, looking to address that. What I found is... Not everyone sort of looks at change that way. So how do you lead a organization through change and, you know, address some of the fears and anxieties that folks have when it's doing something different? Even when some of the benefits are quite obvious, there is a sense of mourning or loss or nostalgia for the way in which we used to do things. So taking time to acknowledge change, taking time to acknowledge maybe the loss of the way that we did it in the past, but then reinforcing why we need to change, why we need to do things different, what are the new opportunities that change opens up has been quite a bit of work. So it's a little bit more, I'd say, on the sort of emotional intelligence side of leading teams in an organization through change that has been particularly challenging and a good, as a leader, development opportunity for me over the past year. Ah, that's uh, that's really interesting. Thank you very much for, for sharing that. I know times is flying, therefore we are coming to the end of this game, but I still have a few questions in the in the extra time. And you have also a long career, really interesting career path. What key leadership lessons have you learned throughout your career that you can and would like to share with us? Sure. I, I One of the bigger challenges I struggled with is the transition from being a a a high performing individual contributor to 
a, a a team leader and and so how do you transition from the art of delegation and empowerment of teams even if they may not do things exactly the way that you would. So being far less prescriptive on the how to do something, maybe spending a little bit more time on what your objectives and expectations are, and then driving through it. So I think the more, you know, some, for me, some of the key lessons have been providing that clarity in terms of desired outcomes, expectations, but allowing for freedom and flexibility, empowerment on how to achieve those outcomes has been a a, a, a sort of leadership learning. And, and, you know, when I look at some of the role models that I've had or mentors, it's really been those that can, you know, move away from being a high performer, move away from being just a taskmaster or supervisor, but really to being a coach and an advocate for their teams. Thank you. And we are in the right field because we are in a, on a soccer pitch and therefore the yes. coach is in a really important role. We spoke exactly. about the past. Let's speak now about the future. In 10 years from now, we are back on the CX Goalkeeper podcast. What we are discussing about? Well, I, I hope we're discussing about what is, you know, we, we've gone through and realized, you know, the first maybe second wave of benefits of generative AI in terms of making those meaningful connections with with customers. So hopefully that is sort of a, a status quo or table stakes at that point. And then it's really around, for me, I think, where brands can continue to drive connections with their customers, I think it's going to come around some of the, the shared values. So it becomes less or less trying to solve the need of how do I provide reactive responses or how do I meet the needs or questions that a customer is have to how do I develop a much more of a collaborative you know, companionship with them. And I think a lot of that will be around broader things than just a specific product, a specific service, but more about the overall relationship and shared values. And so it's really tough to do when you start talking about a a B2C type of, uh, of model, because everyone's going to want to have, you know, slightly different perceived points of view, perceived values, but how companies will communicate their value, embrace different values and thoughts of their customers, and sort of establish a lifelong relationship, collaboration type of approach, I think is really what's going to separate those premier brands in 10 years' time than, than some of the others, which will you know be much more transactional. Thank you very much. And you shared two words that are really important to me. One is value. Value creation is always extremely important. And connection, the connection with the customer, connection with the employees, connection with the family. And therefore, the simplest way, what's the best way to contact you, to connect with you? So the best way to connect with me is you know I'm still largely tied to to, to email so you, you can reach me at tcsherwood at avaya.com I am most active on LinkedIn and and so you can find my my profile there just search for Tim Sherwood at, at avaya and you should be able to to find me there and definitely look forward to connecting 
and speaking with others across both areas of digital innovation as well as leadership. Always excited, as I said, to be inspired and challenged by colleagues and peers. Thank you very much. And for the audience, you will find all the contact details also in the show notes. Now we are coming to the last question. Is Tim's golden nugget, it's something that we discussed or something new to leave to the audience? To me, I think the golden nugget is really about the, the, the idea of creating connections, right? Certainly in the, in the, in the area that we provide to our enterprise customers in terms of customer experience enablement, creating connections is key. But I think if you want to be successful in your family, in your relationships, in business, it's all about taking the time to create those connections and thinking about what's required, right? Understanding the folks that you interact with, trying to get clarity on what's motivating them, what's driving them, what are they looking for, providing clarity from yourself in terms of your expectations and desired outcomes, and just trying to find a way to connect. I think if you can do that at a minimum within small groups and individual relationships, you'll be very successful. If you want to look to be a leader, it's how do you do that across a wide range of individuals across a team up and down the layers of an organization. The only thing that I can say is thank you very much for these insights, for this opportunity to chat with you, Tim. It was really a great pleasure. And I hope that the audience enjoyed this discussion as much as I did. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you for having me, Greg. And to the audience, if you have any question, we will share the contact details of Tim. You will find them in the show notes. We love feedback. Feel free to contact us. Tim shared several times value creation, connections, and therefore let's connect to create a better future for our customer and for our employees. Thank you very much and bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it, share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.